0: Are you ready to get revved up? Are you ready for some more common sense, positive information with Mike Spillman's Future U University? Strap yourself in and let's get started. Here's your host, Mike Spillman. All right. Welcome to another episode of Mike Spillman's Future U University, where we believe that your greatest education takes place on the campus of your mind. I also believe as long as there is breath, there is hope. You know it, friend. Don't forget that. Don't pass that by. If you don't hear anything else that I share with you today, hear that. Take that. Grab a hold of it. Put it in your heart, your mind, your soul, your very being, and understand that it is factual truth. As long as you're alive, as long as you're breathing, you have the opportunity to begin the journey to turn things around, no matter how big, how dark, how impossible they may seem. Thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Mike Spillman. If you would, pause with me just for a moment, and let's go to God and just thank Him for today's opportunity. Father, thank you again for the chance that I have to to share information with those that are listening. I don't know who they are. I don't know where they live. I don't even know when in, in the arena of time that they're even listening to this podcast. But Whatever all of those things, whenever it is, Father, I pray that you can impress upon them the fact that they're not listening by accident. There is a reason that they are here. Thank you, Father, for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you promised to do. And in the power and the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. So we are going to continue on with our Positive Mindset 101 approach. Now, we're kind of getting deeper into this. And what we've been doing, again, you need to go back and listen to all the previous podcasts. You can also go back and read uh, blog articles, also the videos, um, all of that information you can find below. So we've been trying to identify those, mi- what I call mind fields, M-I-N-D fields, things that can sidetrack us, things that can quote unquote, you know, explode and cause damage to our journey on trying to achieve, maintain, develop, and maintain a positive mindset. And so we have to be aware of those things. Going back, starting off, talking about the things that surround us just in our home environment. And I hope that you're doing the homework. I hope that you have taken the time to get very specific. Because honestly, you're just wasting your time if you're not willing to do that. And if you find yourself to where you have failed often on goals that you have set, maybe you need to pay attention that this may be one reason why, that you're not willing to put the effort into it that is required and is necessary. Just kind of slapping a Band-Aid on something is not going to, to do the job. I hope that you are actually doing the work taking the time to write these things down, to put thought into the things that we've talked about, identifying those things that surround us every day, to, to yes, actually then get very specific about what it is about those things that are so harmful to our mindset, um, that you look at those things and that you understand as we, as we look at those things that how necessary it is for us um, when we start talking about these things that are so dangerous to our mindset that we need to actually learn how to remove those things and replace them with something positive. That That's not easy. I understand that. But it is a necessity. Again, go back and listen to part three talking about that. And again, the comparison to a situation where maybe you're trying to lose weight and eat healthier and what you need to do. And then in the last podcast, we began talking about relationships and specifically started off talking about those relationships that we have, for the most part, that are by choice, our friends, uh, maybe some of our family, that we have chosen to spend time with them. But yet still, again, do the homework, get very specific. I gave you some very specific guidelines and homework to do on that last one as well that is so important. Have you done it? Are you doing it? so today, now, we're going to still talk about relationships, but we're going to talk about what I call forced relationships. These are relationships that really aren't by choice. They are forced uh, by necessity. So there could be some family members that would fit into this category. In-laws, uh, maybe a step-family member that you really didn't have a choice. And you may feel that way about your own family. So you have to decide which, which way you go with, with family, whether it's a relationship by choice that you still choose to spend time with them, even though you know you didn't have a choice being born into that family. Depending upon your age and your life, you still have a choice. But maybe more specifically, again, in-laws, step-family, family members that you did not really choose to spend time with, but you do out of necessity. co-workers. Boy, I tell you what, that, that can be a minefield in and of itself for sure, right? Your co-workers, on all of these, just like in the last one, on all of these, write down the names of these people and your forced relationships, and maybe if you say your family whether their in-laws, step-family, those that you have to spend time with, write down their names, Rate them on a 1 to ten, one being the most negative in the world influence that they can be, 10 being the most positive that it can be. Rate them and also how much time that you spend with them, even if it's a forced situation. Now, your coworkers are probably going to be more time than some of those family members we just talked about. But again, write them down by name and, and not necessarily have to write down every single person, but again, rate them. And also, how much time do you actually spend with them? Because even though they're at work, you can spend more time with one person than another. Maybe they are right next to your cubicle at work, or maybe because of your relationship with them at work, you have to spend more time with them, whatever that may be. What about your boss, your manager? Wow, Uh, (laughs) that can really be a minefield and a struggle with your mindset and again, write down their name and how much time you tend to spend with them daily. And so the question with these now is, what do you do? Because again, you can't, you can't just leave. You can't just remove unless you remove yourself from the whole situation, which many times means is that you leave that job. And let me just say this, that may be something you eventually might need to even work toward if it's just horrendous. But first, let's examine what you can do about your mindset in this situation. Because there are things we can do. heres I'm going to sum it up this way. Uh, and again, not trying to oversimplify, but you just need to adapt. Sometimes that's all you can do. I've used this example before. I'm going to share it with you another time. My wife is an expert and a pro at this. I, I sit back in amazement uh, at what she has done. In this area, one particular job she had when she started the job, almost everybody that worked there told her, "Stay away from this particular lady that was an assistant manager." Dum dum dum. I mean, from what they you know told her, it was almost like she ate children or something. I mean, you know, she was a horrible person. And my wife noticed she did tend to have a bit of a, a, a gruffy uh, approach to everything. But my wife. Determined that she was going to adapt to the situation and she was determined that she was going to do everything she could to get a smile out of that assistant manager, at least a smile, every single day. And she was determined and she accomplished her task. People were amazed even at the fact that she was even attempting to do so. How much of an impact that it had? Well, by the time she left that job, probably after about a year or so, the assistant manager actually knitted her a throw blanket. Hand knitted this blanket for my wife. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I could tell you that I had that ability. I knew I had the ability. I wish I could tell you I had the patience to do that. I just simply don't. But... What do you need to do to adapt? Make it a game. Make it fun. Be determined that you're going to do something, even with that coworker that just is a pain in the rear end, that you're going to do something to cause them to smile, to force them to smile, to force them to laugh, whatever it may be. Listen, again, you're in a forced situation, whether it be with some of your family members, your coworkers, whatever it may be. Be very specific, again, labeling the things that I told you to label. But then ask yourself, what specifically now, right? Because, again, with your your friends by choice, again, you may need to remove. This is where first, you know, you need to get where you kind of look at that and you kind of go like, ouch, on some of these people. And you do have the ability to remove, and we'll talk about that more specifically uh, very soon. But in, in these situations, that's forced out of necessity, you're going to have to learn to adapt and you're going to have to kind of figure out a way. And the best thing to do is try to figure out a way to make it fun, and be determined that you are going to be the one that's going to have a positive impact on them. Easier said than done. You bet. Doesn't mean that it's impossible. Thank you for joining me again today. We will continue this discussion on this approach to achieving, developing and maintaining a positive mindset in our next episode until next time i want to encourage you to have a blessed day by being a blessing that's what we just got through talking about by being a blessing in somebody's day and whatever you do be sure to make it an awesome day because hey who else is going to do it for you here's your answer absolutely nobody see you next time